sisterhood. Welcome back to The Pink Mug. Today we are continuing our conversation with one of our besties, Lisa Harper. Today's episode is filled with fun as we dive into talking about our walk with the Lord and the value we have as God's daughters. So gather the girls in your world, get your notebook and Bible, and enjoy this very special episode of The Pink Mug. Welcome back to The Pink Mug. Um, if you were with us last time, you know that we had an incredible guest, a friend of ours, Savannah and mine, Lisa Harper, was with us, and she's back again. Actually, she never left. We never left. Her. <laughs> like, I only have this we one shirt, just this they one just shirt. They just brought us water, and it was great. Because <laughs> we had so much fun. That's we right. couldn't stop talking. Yes. And so right. we're going to just continue our conversation, um, and we're going to actually jump right in, because we have such a short time with her, I don't want to waste any time um, just chitter-chatting even though I love to do that chitter-chatting is a word I don't know but I think it's a good it is word, a good word. It needs but, to be if it's not you know where we left off last time you had just kind of slipped in how how, how girls are honestly anyone yeah. can right. feel just inadequate right. to even understanding what God's trying to speak to them or why would God even want to um, mm. interact with me at all or why would he want me to be his friend which yeah. you know was a part of the conversation yeah. and what a beautiful picture that God wants to be our Amen. friend and you know I couldn't help but think I just have to mention this awesome mm. devotional yes. that Lisa wrote it's awesome I love this mm. devotional partly because it makes me laugh and cry pretty much in the same two pages <laughs> and when you were talking about just how Yo, God this wants is to like be an e-harmony profile <laughs> Debbie will only tell you the good things about me so there's really bad things about me but she makes Not me I'm true. like wow that is amazing like oh it's Debbie talking about that but when you were talking about how God wants to be our friend and how we can sometimes mm. feel inadequate maybe because of our past yeah. or um Honestly, maybe because of something you're involved in right now that God's speaking to you about mm, today, yeah. even yeah. in this very second. Yeah. You know, I went, I remembered this, I had put a marker in this particular devotional, day nine, which is unlikely friends. Yeah about mm. Peter yes. and Matthew being <laughs> called as disciples yeah. and both were really messed up mm. so messed and up. how God, Jesus yeah. called and invited them yeah. to be his closest friends. That's right. That just blows me oh, away. I love it. One was a murderer yeah. and one was a tax collector. Yeah. Well, not just a tax collector. He was a, a crooked, you know, in that era, if you were a Jewish tax collector, you were actually exploiting your own people people because you were in cahoots with Rome. So he's taken money from his neighbors wow. and, and, and I mean, cooking the books, giving running money to Rome and keeping money for himself. So he's driving a Bentley and his buddies are driving around in Yugos yeah. and he's paying for it with their money. Mm. And so, yeah, he was a stinker. And, and, you know, Peter was a hot mess. They were all hot messes. Yes, if are. you really study their stories, yes, you know, Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other Judas in the, in the original 12 was, um, he was so anti-Rome, he was considered a zealot. And so Matthew yeah. and that 
Judas would have been like the Hatfields and the McCoys. I mean, you couldn't get people more more diametrically opposed to one another. To one another, they would have killed and to each the other. Gospel. To the gospel, and and they became brothers. Yeah. And you think, okay, none of these men are educated. None of them have any formal, you know, theological training. They they would hate each other. Modern society. What kind of an amazing yeah. leader Jesus was yeah. That, yeah. that when they turned to him, he could they forgave each other. Yes. Yeah. So great. You're like, when people think the Bible is yeah. stiff, I'm like, oh, you're reading the wrong Bible. This yeah. is so yeah. colorful. It's so, so exciting. It's better than anything and on it's, HBO. It's so connected to humanity, yeah. to life, yeah. and to yeah. where you're at right. today. That's you right. know, we can look at those 12 disciples and what we need to understand is that he calls all of us to be his That's disciples. Right. Yes. He calls That's all right. of us to walk beside him. He That's calls right. all of us to be his closest friend. Yeah. Into a How real relationship. Yes. It's messy. It's yeah. not always perfect, but into a real vibrant, yeah. it's not yeah. about religion. It's about yeah. a real relationship with Jesus. That's so good. So sometimes we can look at those that maybe would Lisa on platform or, you know, I have the privilege of leading women on platform, which is I'm honored to do and humbled to do Savannah as well. We can kind of put them on a pedestal and think, well, of course, God yeah. accepts them yeah. or of course their their life must have been perfect. Mm -hmm. And we all have messiness. Oh, but goodness gracious, talk yeah. a little bit about that, Lisa, because yeah. We could all think we're not good enough for what mm. he is calling us to do, whether mm -hmm. that is just today, he's calling you to mm -hmm. walk with him and to follow him. You can say, well, Debbie, you don't know what I just did last mm -hmm. night. Right. And Jesus is like, I, I don't care. Right. Just come to me. Right. Yeah. I, I think we, I mean, you're so right. All of us are messed up. The Bible says he uses the weak and the foolish. So I always get tickled at the way culture mm puts you on a platform if you have a microphone or a public gift. And I'm like, actually in scripture, the yeah. context of scripture is I'll use the messiest because mm -hmm. then yeah. nobody will make the mistake mm -hmm. of thinking it's about them. Yeah. They'll go, oh, if God could use them, yes. then maybe he yeah. could use me. Yeah. And so I think it's it's just interesting the way culture elevates people who have a public gift. God doesn't. Is there anything, um, I'm, I'm totally interrupting here, but no, I like that it. the enemy has wanted to use in your life to keep you from walking out the call? Oh, good. Gracious, like, yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, my background just it was messy, a lot of molestation. I felt dirty for years and years and years. Um, I came to know the Lord when I was a peanut, just like you. I was a little girl. Um, but How did I didn't. That happen? Um, my dad had left us uh, for another woman, and I was devastated, um, like most children. So he walked out. He walked out, um, and I thought, because I was little, you know, I thought it must be at least partly my fault. Mm -hmm. um, if I was sweeter or prettier, yeah. maybe dad wouldn't have left for this other woman and, and her son. And mom changed churches because the church we went to, you know, was in the South, a lot of gossip. Mm -hmm. And um, she didn't feel safe as a divorced woman. So we went to this new church. And Debbie, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a pastor named Brother Jimmy. And he preached on the fact that God is the kind of father who never abandons his children. 
Amazing. And that was, was the first time you'd been in church. No, I'd been in church before. I'd never heard a sermon like that. Mm. No, I was in church was, from the time I was in utero. It was the voice um, of the Lord. It was the voice of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And so I I went forward when they asked if anyone wanted to know Jesus. Not right away. They sang Just As I Am, you know, that old hymn. Yes. Must have sang it 15 times. Mm. I remember hanging onto a pew. Mm. Um, did they have pews at James River when you were little? No. Have you always known cushy seats? Always known cushy You're so much younger than me. Yeah. Pews are long. I know what they are. <laughs> used to give us numb our bottoms in church. Um, but I, I walked forward and told Brother Jimmy that I wanted a Heavenly Father. I wanted a dad who wouldn't mm -hmm. walk away. Um, but right after I gave my heart to Jesus as a little girl, there was a lot of men who came and went from our family and there was there was quite a bit of molestation. And so I just felt so dirty. Yeah. So I knew God had delivered me I didn't understand all that that word meant. But as a little kid, I knew I needed God. I just didn't think he liked me very much. I, I thought God saved me because he felt sorry for me. So I spent years, decades, just trying to be a good girl, kind of keeping my head down, trying to be a good girl. And so the idea that I could tell stories about Jesus, the idea that I could be in vocational ministry, it's like, I just hope he doesn't zap me into a grease spot with lightning because I, I know the things that have been done to me. I know I, I never felt clean. And so when yeah. did you come to understand that you were, you were clean and clean. righteous before God? I'm still in the process of understanding that still in process. Um, I'd say most of the time, I believe now that I'm clean, but I'm so human. And sometimes the truth of God's kindness will leak through me like a sieve. And sometimes something will happen. I told somebody the other day, you know, that old, those things that happened, it was like my heart was wet cement. And there was a handprint made in that cement. And so I know cognitively I'm clean. Most of the time, emotionally, I believe I'm clean. But if it rains in my life, if it's a hard like if season. if you're walking through a hard season. Walking through a hard that's season. That's what the enemy will bring up. Wow. Uh, you know, right now I'm, I gained a lot of weight after COVID. When I, and I know I can preach about this. But when I feel unattractive, I feel like I'm not being disciplined with eating. I feel like oh, I'm making the same mistake over and over again. It's like water will collect in that handprint. So I have to be really, really intentional and diligent about going. I've got to renew my mind oh my goodness, all so the time with the promises of God. He healed me once and for all. He redeemed me yes. once and for all. Yeah. But my humanity and just the memories of where I messed up and mistakes were made against me, those whispers will come back from time to time. And what? I have to go, nope. That's not am, what Jesus yeah. says. I'm pretty confident there's a girl that's watching yeah. right now that may have experienced something mm -hmm. similar, and she's like, "How do I, how do I even? I feel like I'm in quicksand trying to get mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. of where I've been or yeah. what I'm in right now." Yeah. What would you say to her? I, I'd say two things. Um, I would encourage you to do two practical things that are pretty simple. Um, but anybody can do it. The next time you do laundry, even if you have to go to a laundromat, get some clothes out of the dryer when they're still warm, throw them on wherever you're sleeping, even if it's a pallet on the mm. floor. And when you have 30 seconds, 45 seconds, just, just alone, just you, don't do this with anybody else. 
lie back in that laundry, open your hands up and just pray for yourself and say, Jesus, teach me what it is to linger in your embrace. When you lean back in that warm, warm laundry, it'll feel like somebody's behind you because mm. of the warmth. And you, you have to practice being held by yeah, Jesus. You have so to go, okay, good. you say you love us. You mm-hmm. say you hold us. Mm-hmm. You say you keep me under your wing. Help me mm-hmm. learn what it is to be held. Because if you have been held by hands that aren't safe, mm-hmm. it's hard to trust the affection of God. And then Savannah in another podcast talked about the importance of the Psalms. There's a Psalm in the Bible, Psalm 139. It's almost smack dab mm-hmm. in the middle of your Bible. And that actually is your identity. Yeah, it's our identity so as God's beloved. And it, it starts with, oh Lord, you know me. You've searched me and you know me. Everywhere there's an I, everywhere there's a personal pronoun in Psalm 139, Write mm-hmm. your name over oh, that so good. and begin to just rehearse that with your name in it. And sometimes I'm 58 years old. I've memorized lots of Greek and Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will go back to those simple steps mm-hmm. and I'll go, Jesus, remind me that I'm yours. Remind yes. me that some of the lies that every now and then I still hear mm-hmm. remind me it's a yes. lie and remind me what it is to just be defined by your love. You're, uh, he knows so me good. completely, yeah. so but he good. loves me unconditionally. And you know, it's you don't have to walk through as horrendous a yeah. past as Lisa has um, with the horrible molestation story, um, which is just, just heartbreaking for the enemy to want to distort your identity. Absolutely. You know, I believe he attacks every single he human sure being does. on the planet. And he Savannah, sure you've walked through. Yeah, I mean, just this morning, <laughs> I was like the enemy, he just creeps in. Yep. And I think he's he, a stinker. He is, and you have to like, I know that there's a Psalm, I think it's Psalms 42, and David talks to himself. Yeah. Like he's like, don't be downcast my soul, put your right. hope in God. And like, we have the authority to do that. That's to right. say like, you know what self? Don't listen to the enemy. Right. Like, you know, hide this word, like Lisa's saying, right. in your heart so you can mm-hmm. you can say, okay, that's a lie. This is truth. Because yeah. if this isn't in your heart, it'll be hard to determine yeah. what's lying, mm-hmm. what's truth. Yeah. And so I think, you know, even for me, like I have to, I have to continually do that and then yeah. get yourself around people that can be like, okay, that's not truth. Because sometimes you have to actually hear someone say, that is a lie. That's right. yeah. What you're that's hearing right. is that's a lie right. because the enemy wants to condemn you and make yeah. it make yeah. you think that it's God's mm-hmm. voice condemning right. you. And so I just speak to girls. Yeah, like get in the word, surround yourself with sisterhood yeah. and ha- like have people, you know, say, yeah. I'm, I'm dealing with this. Be open and honest. Right. And um, God will reveal to you, okay, this is a mm-hmm. lie. This is truth. And then hide the truth of God's word. Like yeah. rehearse it. I have to like that's rehearse right. his word and like speak it over. Over me, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna listen to that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna believe God's word. But it's. I yeah. think it's. An, it really is like the enemy is gonna fight it over and over right. again. Right. But you get stronger. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen in an instapot. I no. think our culture yeah. so wants immediate. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we go. Oh well, I gave my life to Christ yes. at James River or at right. DFL. I should never and struggle now I'm a again. Creature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything's gonna be yes. hunky dory. And I'm gonna wear my jeans from high school. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything's gonna be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then you go. Well, crud, you know, so and so still gossiped about feels, me. You, or then, then the guilt piles on guilt. You're like, I'm still guilt. struggling with right. this. And you go, so I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah. I'm just going to work harder and clean myself up. And it's like, no, 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 no. Or you tell say, a I'm couple okay, of I'm safe okay, sisters. Okay. Yeah. And then talk about taking captive every thought. Because I love that you talk about your yeah. mind yeah. and you talk about renewing your mind. Yeah. It sounds sometimes churchy.
researchy. Yeah. But it's actually very practical. No. Yeah. I think just taking captive of every thought. I think the Lord's really been speaking to me about what I say to myself. Right. And um, so, like, am I speaking negative to myself? Uh-huh. And am I being like, you're a failure. Or you can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. or am I speaking life over myself? Right. Or if I am I going into a day going, it's going to be a good day. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. there's power in what we say, mm-hmm. yeah. and what we what we think is what we say, and then what we say actually will our words are prophetic prophecies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And so, are you speaking life? Or are you speaking death? And the, the Lord's really been challenging me, Savannah. Are you speaking life over yourself? Yeah. Because what I speak right. over myself, I'm going to speak to others too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, do I want to bring life into? Right. like other people's lives, then I have to speak life over myself. Absolutely. And so just the, the words, I don't, I think the enemy wants to make it seem so like, oh, this is such a, take right. captive every thought, right. you know, and, and you have to know hundreds of scriptures to do right. that. Mm-hmm. Well, actually you just have to speak like, God's good, because that's true. God's right. faithful, because that's true. Right. God's for me, because that's God true. God loves me. Yeah. God loves me. And if you actually keep saying that, I'm like saying it right now, I'm like, I'm getting fired up. But yeah. like, speak yeah. that over yeah. yourself, yeah. wherever you go. If you're going into something, you know, hard, speak it over yourself. If you're going into yeah. a job interview, speak it over yourself. Because God is for you. Like those are so all forced. true. But so but when we rehearse the lies, we start to believe the lies. Yeah. But when yeah. we rehearse the truth, we start to believe yeah. the truth. And we rewire our brain. We our do. Thinking. It yes. is. You change. Yeah. You literally, they've done yeah. studies on that. Your neural yes. pathways change. Yeah. My little girl, Missy, mm-hmm. is from Haiti. Didn't have the greatest upbringing. Yeah. Obviously not a lot of nurturing in an orphanage. And so I just try to pour into yeah. her. She has a much stronger sense of self than I do, by the way. I'm the one with the orphan spirit. But one of the verses I speak over Missy all the time, I say, she's the head, not the tail. Mm. And then I go, with one glance of your eyes, you captured God's heart. Mm. Psalm yeah. 4, nine. One glance, Missy, yeah. one glance of your eyes, you captured God's heart. Well, the other day, she heard me say something disparaging about myself. Mm. And Missy thinks F-A-T is the F word. That's what we call the F word in our house. And I had some, said something disparaging about myself some pants didn't fit or something and she went mama and I said what baby like it threw me I thought what what just happened and she went you have captured God's heart with one glance of your eyes and you shouldn't say that about yourself and I thought goodness gracious but it was that simple thing of going yeah let me not speak words of death about myself let me go okay yeah. Jesus, you, I'm, yes. I'm wonderfully and fearfully, yes. fearfully made. You, your works are wonderful. I know that full well, but I have to ingest God's word. I'll tell you another thing. A couple of years ago, I started doing this. You know how they talk about, um, what do they call it when it's a, it's modern day speak. It's a hack. Okay. okay this is a Bible hack. Um, I started playing God's word on my iPad through the night out loud. Oh, There's audible Bibles. And I just put it on low in oh, my room. Yeah. And I just so feel like good. it's almost like it's better than a diffuser. So it's good. like God's word plays Amen. all yes. night long. And so you version it's Bible, like it, you can do it yes. so easy. Yes. Yeah, it's so cool. It's a wonderful wow. yeah. gift. I wake up in a better mood. Yeah. Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, whoo. Both Savannah and I will do that. Mm-hmm. I love doing You know, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Missy a minute and to identity because um, the enemy is attacking the identity yes, of our is. children. And yes, even this week, mm-hmm. um, national levels of government have yeah. mandated that schools teach a more open-minded view of gender identity. Mm-hmm. And how, as a mom, mm-hmm. how would you... I mean, honestly, we're hearing from parents, yeah. like, what do we do? Yeah. And they're really 
at a loss at times um, to answer the questions their children are bringing home. There's a lot of fear. Sure. So uh, speak to the moms out there. What Um, do they do? Yeah, I think you, I, I, I don't think we tackle the whole thing right now. I think you do what God has called us to do, which is which is stay steeped in the truth, speak the truth, pray the truth of our children. Missy has memorized Psalm 139, Mm -hmm. and that's her identity. Mm -hmm. So Missy, even though she's just 12, Missy's like, well, that that doesn't even make sense to me Mm -hmm. because her truth is God's truth. And I tell her all the time, hey, baby, you're going to hear things Mm -hmm. in the world, Mm -hmm. but if it doesn't come back to God's truth, this is our litmus test, then it's not true. Somebody else may tell you it's true. It's not true if God doesn't Mm -hmm. say it's true. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Okay. Like to her, now she's a pretty concrete thinker, Mm -hmm. but to her, it's like, okay, that makes sense to me. So whenever there's fear, God's not in it. Mm -hmm. So I have to even catch my mother's heart and go, no, I don't have to be afraid. I know who wins the war. I've read the end of this story. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so let me just do what's in front of me. Let me do the right Mm -hmm. thing. Let me teach Missy truth. Mm -hmm. I am not going to panic about whoever's in power right now Mm -hmm. in our relatively small country mm-hmm. in our government mm-hmm. because God is on the throne. That's right. And so, you know, I think, yeah, there's practical things you can do. You can write letters to your school board. You do all kinds of practical things. And depending on your personality, you pray about that. Yeah. What and about God the, may give you something to do. What about the mother whose, whose child yes. is questioning some things because of what they've been hearing right regarding right. their creation right um, who they are who they are yeah um i i think that's where we've got to from the minute our children are born yes. we've got to speak words of life yes. you talked about the importance and of words of life of our are, children they were created and so i i wisdom comes from the lord god makes mm-hmm. that very very clear i pray over missy I pray all the time when Mm -hmm. she's asleep because I go, I want her to have the mind Mm -hmm. of Christ. I want as young as she is for her to go, that Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I think even for a child who's confused, I think there's a, depending on their age, I think there's a great place for Christian counseling. Mm -hmm. I think you make sure there are other Mm -hmm. voices Mm -hmm. in your child's life, mentors, coaches, who are believers, Mm -hmm. who will consistently affirm your child's Mm -hmm. identity first as a child of God. And then God doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no shame, there's no right. condemnation for those of us who are in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. But you do have to constantly herd those little hearts and back toward the truth over them. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, get them to memorize Psalm 139. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, before we close, this has been so rich and full, mm. and it's gone in directions yeah. I didn't envision yeah. it. And I pray it's been an encouragement to you. Maybe you know someone that is walking through a season where they're struggling, maybe with their identity, and yeah. you're like, ah, you can share the podcast with yeah. them. That would be fantastic. Also, I think they're going to put a bar below where if you need prayer today, we would love to pray for you and um, just partner with you to be your friend um, and to encourage you in the faith. Um, So, Lisa, would you pray? Yeah, I was just thinking we need to remind our friends, especially new friends, that with one glance of your eyes, you captured God's heart. You are worth it to him. Um, Jesus, 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 thank you that we can 
We can trust that you listen to us, that you actually, the Bible says, you lean down and you cup your ear, you incline your ear to listen to us. So Lord, for the women and a few brave men that are listening to the pink mug, I pray right now that you give them ears to hear the love story that you've spoken over them. Lord, I I pray that something would happen, even something on a billboard, Mm -hmm. something in a song that they didn't realize they were tuned into a Christian radio station where they will hear your voice unmistakably through something say, you matter to me. I love you. I'm not mad Mm -hmm. at you. I've been waiting for you. God, thank you that you are slow to anger and rich in compassion. Thank you that your arms are longer than our sin. Thank you that there is nothing so despicable that we do that can actually catapult us outside of the canopy of your grace. Thank you that your grace is deeper still, always deeper still. So Lord, for the the woman or the man who's listening, who thinks, I'm just not so sure after all I've done and all that's been done to me that a God like that could actually love me. Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to them in tangible ways, remind them that they have captured your heart, that you love them with an unconditional love. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your kindness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, that you're not a faraway dictator, but you're an up-close relational redeemer. We love you, King Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for being with us. Oh, I love being with y'all. A couple things before we say goodbye. Um, Lisa has, I don't know how many books you've written, but she's written Bible studies that are fantastic. Her Bible study on Job, amazing. She wrote a book called The Sacrament of Happy, which is just so full of richness. And it was such an encouraging read for me. Um, So I would encourage you to pick up her books um, wherever bookstores are sold bookstores are sold wherever books are sold. I would like to buy a bookstore. <laughs> or on That'd Amazon. That'd be cool. <laughs> buy a bookstore. That's right. And if you don't have a church home, we would love for you to be a part of James River Church. You can join us online or at any campus in the Southern Missouri area. We have four campuses. We'd love for you to be a part. And Lisa, if they want to come hear you speak, can they go on a website to see where you're going to be? Again, um, lisaharper.net. That's awesome. Net. And make sure you go to the net because there's a, another woman with a similar name who's, who's um, much... Um, has a very nice figure and doesn't clothe it a lot. Oh, so okay. make sure you go to .net. <laughs> LisaHarper.net. You can find out where she's going to be speaking next and maybe it will be near where you live. That would be fantastic. Be cool. We love you so much and we pray you have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on The Pink Mug. We would love for you to like and share today's show with your friends and connect with us on social media. Follow Design Sisterhood on Facebook and Instagram to learn more about who we are as a sisterhood and how you can be a part.